You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is Friday, June 30th, 2023. I'm Shauna. Beckler is away today taking an extra long, long weekend. Every time I say long, I have to extend it even further. So there you go. I woke up this morning with the starts to a really nasty migraine. I woke up, and as I did, I have this thing that happens right before I get a migraine where I, I my some of my vision's kind of blurred. I get this like weird squiggly line in my vision. So it was not good. I woke up immediately to that. Uh, luckily, I now know the minute that happens to take some drugs and to just try and get kind of get ahead of it before it turns into a full-on migraine and I did I kept it at bay I felt okay although there's something about taking drugs that early in the morning that I I just felt a little loopy this morning like I was driving to work and it was one of those I don't know if I should be driving right now moments I was just kind of out of it I was a full-out space cadet so it was pretty funny to kick off the show that way I was like well we'll see how this goes always fun to be that way when you're trying to host the show solo as well. I was like, I need to have my wits about me, and I don't. I am a full space case. Regardless, we had a super fun show, so it, it turned out fine. It turned out just great, in fact. Um, coming up on the show, I'm going to tell you about this world record attempt that I'm actually, I'm about 90% certain I'm going to beat it this weekend. Uh, so we'll get to that down the line. I have one of the best Terry of the Month nominees uh, I've heard of in a while. I had a really cool etymology about where the hat trick originated, and actually, we've got an idea on how to make the hat trick scenario way better in hockey, and I seriously think that we should get on this, so we'll get to that. And some more hilarious small-town news after your out-of-context clip of the show. Big bazookas bounce better up there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, I got a small-town news story submitted to me, and uh, it's a photo of this photographer, and he's asking to take a photo of some girls who were at a bachelorette party for the town newspaper, which, of course, this is big news, right? A bachelorette party rolling through town. Real big, hard-hitting small-town news. Uh, So with that, I found two other small-town news headlines uh, that are just phenomenal. Great, wholesome small-town news, you know? Such a nice relief from the violence and drugs of hard-hitting news of the big city. So this is why we do the small-town news segments. I figure leading into the weekend, we want some lighter news. Here are three Real small town news headlines for you. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. Well, new picnic tables have finally arrived at the pub. Patrons were complaining of the constant ass splinters, so at the risk of being sued, Ryan finally opened his wallet. Fresh fish will be delivered to the supermarket today instead of Friday. Linda was wondering if it was tilapia. If not, she says Fish Friday at the Legion is cancelled. And a bachelorette party planned to visit the town pub this weekend. Terry is offering up his boat services to the ladies free of charge, although he only has room in the front as, quote, big bazookas bounce better up there. Am, am I even allowed to read that? Am I? Da, Beckler and 
Podcast. Well, it is the most important time on this radio program. It is the Friday morning pizza chat. be one of my personal favorites. I'm a big fan of the original, the Rolling Stones original song, but uh, Pizza Burning, also a big fan of. Uh, this is a heated pizza chat. There is something going on in the world of pizza right now that might be the most controversial pizza issue I have, I, I've ever seen. Uh, here's just a headline to do with it, okay? Right-wingers say pink-haired liberals are killing New York pizza. Wow. Okay, so uh, let me explain what's happening. Basically, there are certain pizza places in New York that are now being told they have to install a filter because they're coal-burning fire pits, and these wood-fired pizzerias are now being told that uh, it's bad for climate change. So um, they're being asked to install these filters to eliminate some of the harmful effects of these old-school pizza ovens, and I guess this is affecting some of the like vintage and heritage pizza places in New York, and there are some New Yorkers who are very fired up about this. There's a video of a dude that has gone to some government building and he is throwing slices of pizza over the gates and just screaming in anger about how they're ruining pizzerias. Like, this is a very heated issue in New York right now. And I actually, I don't know where I stand on it. Like, I'd never really thought of the fact that there are coal and wood-fired pizzerias and that's how you make the authentic pizza and how it could actually be affecting the environment in some way i mean i don't think it's causing enough harm to actually make a a real big difference but i don't know but man are people fired up about this holy banana Beckler and Shauna podcast. So as you know, Beckler and I often talk about white girl sayings. Those are the sayings that you have printed on barn wood around your house. You know, the classic ones that I would have in my house. That's why they're called white girl sayings. Okay. Goes through that filter like live, laugh, love. Uh, And then I was listening to a song that I'm a big fan of uh, yesterday. And it's by this band called Surfaces. And I like them. They're just like a really good summary band. You'll hear it because I'm going to, I'm going to play a little clip of one of their songs is I realized that nearly every lyric in this song is a white girl saying. First off, it's called Take It Easy, so you know you're just setting yourself up for some good, good white girl sayings, but just have a listen, okay? Take it easy. Okay, so these are two things, first of all. Take it easy, make yourself right at home. Those would be on barnyard wood in your cabin, right? Or your house or whatever, right in the welcome entrance there. Slip off your shoes and find your feet. Slip off your shoes and find your feet. Another one that I could see on barnyard wood. Let everything come naturally. Oh, loosen the grip of what you need. Home is a state of mind, you'll see. Oh my god, home is a state of mind. Also can see that on Barnyard Wood. Leave your worries right at the door. Watch them as they drop to the floor. Oh yeah, leave your worries right at the door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The seasons come and go and change. The seasons come and go and change. All of this, just they're really good white girl motivational quotes, sayings. The entire song is like this, okay? Beautiful, beautiful. So I... 
I am going to self-admit that I, I listen to some songs that are clear. They're just, it's pure white girl sayings. It's just a, a vomit of white girl. The Fangler and Shauna podcast. So I've got a Terry of the Month nominee here. Uh, this one from friend of the show, Mitch. Mitch, super loyal friend of the show, by the way. But uh, he wrote us a message yesterday and he says this. I think I just witnessed the best Terry I have ever seen, which I mean, Mitch, that is a tall order. So when I first read this, I was like, okay, okay, hang on now. But he says, I pulled up to one of our job sites and was immediately losing it. The whole package was unbelievably good. He says, the skid steer itself has been renamed to Juan Deer instead of John Deer. Because, of course, Juan is another way to say John. Good good joke, Terry. Okay. It also had flames decals on it, which, yes, this is a very Terry thing as well. The flames decals on anything, phenomenal. The operator, Mitch says, was wearing a white cowboy hat while working. Says, with a white handlebar mustache and a dart hanging out of his mouth, which, of course, for a guess he was. Uh, plus, he says, he's wearing a freaking eye patch. So this was a pirate, Terry. Okay, this is a very rare sight to be seen, in fact. I don't know if I've ever witnessed a pirate Terry before, so, oh, this is just great. He says he even had a collared shirt on with one of those decorative cowboy tie thingies you only ever see on a ranch or a stampede. Uh, That would be a bowler tie, Mitch, by the way, a bowler tie. All of this is just coming together in a beautiful package of Terry. This man is 100% being nominated as a Terry of the Month. He is definitely part of the car Terry. That, by the way, a new term I'm trying out for size. Let me know what you think about it. Instead of cartel, the carteri. Just like how if, if Terry is wreaking havoc, of course, he's a, a terriest part of the carteri. Either way, though, that is a big nominee of Terry of the Month. Thank you so much for this, Mitch. I will be sleeping well tonight envisioning the, the glorious pirate Terry that you witnessed. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Demology with Shauna. I don't know how I got reading about this, but I learned where the origin of the hat trick came from. Like when you're in hockey, of course, you score three goals and it's called a hat trick and then everybody throws their hats on the ice. Uh, This actually came from cricket, which I didn't realize. So it was back in 1858, bowler H.H. Stevenson, which just sounds so old school. He was playing in England uh, for an all England squad, I guess, against a team from South Yorkshire. And he took three consecutive wickets at Hyde Park. So what this means, if you don't know cricket, but it means he hit the wooden stakes behind the batter three consecutive times. So that's called a wicket. So after he did this, it was a miraculous feat, obviously. So what happened was the crowd that was there collected a bunch of money, and then they used this money to buy a hat that they then presented to Stevenson in recognition of this big accomplishment. So that is where a hat trick came from. It was actually a cricket term initially and then we spread it to mean hockey as well i think we should go back to that i think we should take a collection everybody adds a couple quarters if a player in a game actually gets a hat trick and rather than throwing our own hats onto the rink which then seems quite wasteful really and a lot of people have meaningful hats we should all just throw in a quarter and then we buy the player a really ridiculous hat something super elaborate and that's what they get for scoring three goals that's a i think that's a better way of doing it you get a hat trick Someone starts a collection plate, everybody puts a quarter or two down, and then that person gets to go and buy you a ridiculous hat. I think that's hilarious. Let's make that happen. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So after we talked about this, front of the show, Nick messaged in, he said, 
I think that's an awesome idea. The rink could show off an assortment of ridiculous hats. The more quarters that are donated, the more ridiculous the hat. A player then gets a presented the hat post-game. He can do a lap wearing the hat, and then he has to do a post-game interview wearing that same hat as well. And then all the extra money, he says, could go to charity, and people don't have to all lose their $30 hats. Win-win. I was like, this is totally right, right? When I was thinking, if somebody wants to make a big donation, perhaps they could just automatically get to select the type of hat that the player gets. And then, of course, again, it benefits charity. And he said $30 hats. I was like, I bought a hat the other day, and it was $50. Hats are getting up there. You don't want to sacrifice that hat if somebody gets a hat trick, but then you feel like an ass if you don't. So I think this is a much better idea. And it would be hilarious. Can you imagine every time somebody gets a hat, their their hat gets hoisted to the to the top of the rink somewhere so then you can see all these ridiculous hats and they'll all have a story behind them and then again if you donate a certain amount of money perhaps you get uh, the hat dedicated to you your name on a plaque or something by it who do we talk to to make this happen i think this is absolutely genius let's do it and you know where you can hang all the ridiculous hats you want in your shane holmes home there are currently tons of homes available in legacy and midtown and there's affordable customization, which we've talked a ton about, but you can't say enough good things about it because it's very affordable. You can actually customize your own home to make it exactly how you want, and it doesn't cost you millions and millions of dollars like it can with most other places. So if you say, want your own hat room, okay, to display all your ridiculous hats, you can get that. You want a dog wash? You can get that as well. Customized bar? Do it. All the details are at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. As Stampede nears, I've noticed that uh, quite a few more tourists are around the city right now. There's something about them. You can just tell. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, when they're taking a ton of photos or driving a rental car, it's pretty pretty good indication. But sometimes they've just got a look to them. You just look at them and you're like, you, you aren't from around these here parts, are you? I do have quite a few friends who are just a little bit jaded about Stampede, though, and they're not a huge fan of this time of year because of the tourists that come into the city and they say invade Banff and take over their hikes and everything else. And, you know, for those people, I recalled that Beckler and I have actually made tourists sexy in the past. And I figured that maybe this is a good time as we near Stampede to make him sexy again. Just to remind you that tourists can be a good thing. Okay. Are you here for business or pleasure? <laughs> I'm going to take so many photos. I've just never been in here before. It's my first time. Mm. Oh, yes. I have a very attractive package that might interest you. <sighs> Do you have a safe word? As in a word that locks the safe. Got to keep your valuables protected. Yeah, you've got a bunch of money in your belt. Do you do private dances? It's going to be a tight fit, but you can put it right in my fanny. Stuff it right in my fanny pack. Oh, my front pouch is full, so try the back. Back it in there. Oh, you're... The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So as I'm sure you saw, Sue Johansson died, uh, which is crazy. At the age of 93, though, which, I mean, she had a good long life. And I'm not sure if you remember, Sue. I totally remember seeing old reruns on TV here and there, though. And she was an absolute legend. We'd always talk about her, kind of hushed. You know, some of my friends even tried to phone Sue in. Uh, for those too young to remember or know Sue, she was this nurse who eventually hosted a segment on TV called Sex with Sue. And absolutely nothing was off limits. Like, nothing. She was, she was basically your grandma 
teaching you everything you want to know about sex, which is a weird thing to think about at the time, but for somehow it worked for Sue. Although I did think about how weird it would be to have Sue Johansson as your mom or even more strange as your grandma. You know, like she had three kids and they had kids, I'm sure. So she is somebody's grandma. She was. And, you know, just picture what what's your grandma up to tonight? Oh, you know, she's showing teenagers how to properly protect their pork swords. I think she also has stimulating the old tulip garden on the agenda. You know, the usual. What about you? Yeah, my grandma's, you know, actually planting real tulips and then going to probably bake me a cake. That's that's about it. I got thinking about this, though, because I have talked about how one of my big dreams is to maybe host a TV show of some of, of some sort. And when you're in radio, this is something that happens quite often, like you will kind of go and, and sometimes join up and do some sort of TV show. And now that Sue Johansson is gone, do you think I could take her place? Now, I'm not quite grandma age yet, but I am a grandma, okay? On top of that, Sue Johansson, same initials, Shauna Jefferson, okay? So instead, it would be sex with Shauna instead of sex with Sue, which isn't too far gone, right? And as I've talked about on the program before, I'm getting a little more comfortable in my own skin. Yeah, I'm starting to strip down naked comfortably in front of other people. I think I could discuss the old gitch goblin to strangers, you know? people advice on what to do with their Boris Johnson I I think that I'd be okay at that I don't know I'm just I'm seriously I'm, I'm thinking about this like who is going to replace her I might toss my name into the ring I might the Beckler and Shauna podcast the Carnies have arrived in town just thought you should know my condo at Overlook Stampede so I've been watching the Stampede grounds transform so I've seen all the booths roll in and oh yeah all the all the games are coming in and all the food booths and everything else. And, of course, they're all run by carnies. I thought thinking about this recently. Carnies are 99% Terry's, if not 100%. And Terry loves to be a carny when you think about it, right? He's outside all day long. He gets to go pretty much dart whenever he wants, right? Which is a really big qualifier for if you're a Terry and what you do for work. I was thinking there are certain industries, right, where Terry is just just about everywhere. Um, Construction is a big one as well, okay? Because, again, you can kind of dart whenever you want, right? Roofers, I find a lot of roofers are Terry's, uh, again, because of the freedom to dart. That really is a big qualifier. It truly is for a Terry, right? Outdoor jobs, really great because it's a lot easier to dart. If you have to sit in an office, Terry doesn't like that because then he has to go downstairs and then he has to go, whatever, 10, 30, 50, 190 yards from the building to be able to go and have his dart. And again, Terry doesn't like that. So just watch because when you wander through Stampede, and I love carnies. Carnies are the best. They're always the most friendly. I was actually a glorified carny for a while. I worked with YTV and we traveled to all these fairs across Canada in a, a macaroni truck. I'm, I'm kidding you not. Uh, this was what I did right before radio is I jumped in this this truck full of macaroni and it was covered in macaroni and we drove across the country as glorified carnies and then we stopped and we played with kids uh, with all these different toys that YTV was promoting at the time so there you go okay glorified carny right here and I am a little bit of a Terry as well so there you go kind of crosses over there but just keep your eyes peeled if you're going to stampede next week okay you will see all the Terry carnies all the carny Terry's the Carteries. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm attempting to break a world record this weekend. Um, and I think it's going to happen, actually, which is pretty exciting. So how this 
came to be for months now. Friends of the show have been sending me these articles about this bar in Dundurn, Saskatchewan, who is organizing this attempt to break the world record for the largest amount of inflatable dinosaurs in one place. So this pub kind of started this as a joke. I guess the owner of the pub saw Portland break the record. They had something like 300 inflatable dinosaurs. And so this small town pub in Saskatchewan was like, we should we should try and beat this. So he started this as a joke. It's now spread like wildfire. And uh, it looks like there could be upwards of 2,000 people descending upon the town of Dunder in Saskatchewan to try and beat this record tomorrow. So I'm insane and decided that uh, this is what I'm doing tonight, right after work, in fact. I'm driving to Dundurn, Saskatchewan with my inflatable dinosaur, and I'm going to try and join in on this world record. Uh, and it's so funny because the reason this was being sent to me so many times is because during the pandemic, I wore that inflatable dinosaur costume all the time. I'd go and visit people with it, uh, even friends of the show. I was dropping off little treats here and there because... Well, there wasn't a whole lot else to do. So I just took this inflatable dinosaur and traveled all over with it. So every time somebody has seen this update about this attempt, this world record attempt, they've sent it to me. And I was like, you know what? You're right. What else am I going to do this weekend? I might as well. So I'm meeting my boyfriend in Dundurn, Saskatchewan. And that's what I'm going to do for the weekend. We're going to hang out in Saskatoon and then drive out Dundurn and be a part of this world record attempt. Uh, Yeah, it sounds like they said so far... About 1,000 to 2,000 people plan to arrive. I think it might even be more. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep you posted. I will be posting this on socials for you so you can enjoy the ride as well. Uh, It's going to be insane. There's going to be a lot of inflatable dinosaurs in a very small town. I think the population of the town is only four or 500. So to have 2,000 people to send upon it... Dunnern Saskatchewan is never going to be the same. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. I bet my career that this man's a traitor. I thought Mr. Buns was a flipping rabbit. I need a fiance can't be real because that guy put mayonnaise in his hair. They're just waiting to drop the anvil on him. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.